Where is the microphone? Where is the microphone? Where is the microphone? Are you over here? Are you over here? I don't know where you are. Are you up here? Are you up here? You're up Barcelona. It was Barcelona. Qualifying was so good. It was insert a little clip of Laura's reaction to Lando getting uh P3. P3. It was amazing. I I screamed so loud. Oh my fucking god, he's dead! Yeah! Uh me and my friend uh and Laura have a little group chat. And Laura's reaction was sent to that about four hours after the race, after after the session, uh, because me and my friend watched it on time, and Laura was waiting for her partner to get home. That was no, that was the race. I watched Collie live. What did you? Okay, I'm confused. No, I watched the race late, and my response to the race was later because I was like, it was late. Yeah. Yes, it was because I was like, this is your reminder to mute and archive the group chat because. Oh my god, I want to kick off, but you took so long to respond to it that I was like, okay, the kickoff has passed. Yeah, no, that was the race I was late for because I was working. Um, but the quali I was on time for and I was so excited. It was so it was, much. It was it so was, good. Drivers were not where we were expecting them to be at all. I think they said it a few times, but it was seven constructors in the top seven. Seven different constructors. It was so good. Yeah, like it was incredible it was so to good. watch though. And it was really cool as well to get to see some of the people that aren't usually up there, up there. Like Hulk was up there. Yeah, the it was really cool. It was It was so yeah. good. It was so good. Definitely. Um, the race was fine. <laughs> no, the race was good. But as someone who is neither a Max nor a Lewis fan and really doesn't enjoy remembering the 2021 season it it just didn't hit the spot for me this week i was just like please anyone but the mercedes have p2 please thanks for me don't i don't dislike the 2021 because of the max lewis i quite enjoy the 2021 but i didn't enjoy it because of the max and lewis yeah i enjoyed it for like multiple other reasons but Yes, I totally agree. Seeing that it was Max and then Lewis back in P1, P2 was just... I mean, the Mercedes got the strategy right with the tyres. Yeah. And that's why they were where they were. Like, the softs were going off really quick. Yeah. Like, other than Max, nobody else was getting that much use out of their tyres. No, and Max was only really getting use out of the hards because he was so far. Yeah, he had no dirt, yeah. Um, it was a good race. Yeah, there was so much overtaking. But yeah, other than that, I mean, there was a fair amount to see um, and watch. I just, I, I was just devastated after the fucking first corner. Yeah, it literally, we were three corners in and I was like, Laura's turned off. And I had. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even watching it at that point and you knew that I would have just given up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, she's gone. That's it. She's gone. <laughs> um, but it's not. No, I did enjoy, like, I did genuinely enjoy watching the other teams. Like, the pits were... I couldn't keep track of who'd pitted and when and what Neither. number of pit stops they were Neither. on. Neither. It was so much happened. seemed a bit crazy. Yeah. They seemed, like, some of them seemed slower than usual. Yeah. Lots of them seemed slow. We had a few 2.9s. Someone's pit stop was fucked up. I can't remember whose it was. It might have been Carlos. There were a couple that were a bit slow and a bit dodgy. Um, but Where did Charles finish? P12. He didn't make it into the top 10, did he? I don't think Charles made it into the top. Okay, so spoilers, everyone. Uh, bad mental health week for the Wasson Racing Girls. <laughs> we're, we're recording this on Wednesday and we watched the race on Sunday. And have done nothing since then to do with F1. <laughs> this episode is going to be a bit like, hmm, do we remember? Well, I don't remember exactly where everyone finished because that confuses me on the best of days anyway. But I do remember some, you know, obviously key moments about the whole thing. Um, and the pit stops, the pit strategies were nuts. Wasn't entirely sure what was going on the whole time. Um, couldn't keep track of it. Noticed it was another perfect race. I know. There was not a single safety car. This is really weird. I mean, it's Barcelona, so it's not necessarily a track that I would expect one at. But nothing, nothing happened. Multiple people brought upgrades. And sometimes when people bring the upgrades, we see things... Not work. Go wrong, yeah. Sorry, everyone. Oh, we just lost like 40 minutes of recording there, guys. I'm really sorry. Yeah, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> Something happened and uh, the computer just kind of... Oh, it, it shat itself a bit. <laughs> so, yeah, back on not really remembering because we're both in pretty shitty mental health places we kind of want this to be an honest podcast and mental health is really important to both of us particularly at the moment because both of us is shit and we're kind of doing this as a passion project but we also want to do it as a way to empower yeah almost empower ourselves to talk about it Mm -hmm. in an environment where we're also talking about something we're passionate about and a way to bring the two subjects together in general it's a community that is very supportive because you support your favorites and you support your teams you support your favorite team or you support your favorite driver but it's also a a kind of passion or hobby or industry that every single floor is it's so broadcast for everyone to see and for everyone to comment on and and everyone fucking does yeah which is I mean, exactly how, you know, this podcast goes. We comment on how the weekend goes. Some teams did well, some teams didn't. Some drivers did well, some drivers didn't. But maybe we need to just also remember that... Every single person involved is a human person. Yeah. Yes, they're driving a car. Yes, they're dressed up in in leather and helmets and got their fucking mechanic guns and all of that shit there's still people who have lives who are sad when they finish a race fifth when they're expecting a second and that's not just the drivers that is the people that work with them it's the people that aren't at the races they're back yeah back home in the factory and yeah and also us at home genuinely when Valtteri was at Mercedes I would walk away from some races absolutely crushed yeah absolutely crushed Every Valtteri, it's James. Physically hurt me and would genuinely ruin my day. But 
there's also so many moments that just make you happy. Yeah. And everyone has literally saved my life. Yeah. And it's those moments that need to be broadcasted and talked about. And they're like, it doesn't have to be, oh, because they won a race. Those moments are almost always the personable moments. Yeah. They're the immediate ones for me are it's Friday, then. It's Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday, then. Saturday, Sunday, what? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> And when Valtteri was at Austria and he went off the track and he was like, Okay, Valtteri, just have it. Actually, Valtteri, if you want to stay out and take the flag, you can go to the grid. You are a poor position. Yes, guys! <laughs> and just, just little comments that just like, oh, they're funny. They're people. They're just human people. They are humans and everyone deserves... Everyone deserves a platform to feel. Yeah. But everyone also deserves to have. But almost every driver out there will have been someone's favourite for one reason or another. It might be that yeah. Mick Schumacher was your favourite in F2. By the time we got yeah. to F1, you were like, oh, okay. I still adore him. I still support him. But okay, he might not have been, you know, out as there. As good as we thought he was. But he was still a favourite for a reason. He kicked Nikita Mazepin to the fucking curb. Yep. Race after race after race in F2. It was so fucking good. Yeah, but see, that's another moment. That's a, It's a good brain moment. Yeah. Another good ba- brain moment. Seeing Ollie Behrman on the, on the top step. Yeah. That's pretty good. That is. That happened this weekend. It's always fucking fun. Do we even follow him on Instagram? Yes. Okay. And from that comment, you know who of us followed him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. See, so I'm going to dob myself in. We made an Instagram and I followed loads of people that were F1 related. And then like three days later, Laura texted me and said, you didn't follow Lando. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, dear. I was like, how could you? <laughs> Holly just went through and picked all her favourite people and teams. I didn't. I just, you know, and it suggests. I just get going. <laughs> it just didn't suggest them. Blame Instagram. And I was like, <gasps> you followed Lewis. <laughs> Not Lando. Oh, I saw a Lewis Hamilton out in the wild today in Asda. You did? Yeah. He's got a monster stand in Asda. He does. But yeah, so why we were talking about it is... It just, in general, is quite a negative space. Yep. And we need to bring more positivity to it and more fun to it. And we just like it. Yeah. And we want others to as well. Because it's not just a sport. It's a lifestyle, darling. Oh, darling, it's a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Like, if you're as into it as I am... I know you don't watch all the practice sessions, but you do watch quality and you do watch the race. I do try to watch practice sessions, but yeah, or often have other things. Yeah, because believe it or not, we have hobbies and jobs. Um, occasionally, <laughs> occasionally we do things, but like it's it's twenty three weekends of my life every, or this year, and it is twenty three whole weekends. And it's, and it's just nice to bring that little bit of like sunshine. Yeah. But we also are very aware that this podcast isn't just going to be about F1 because we both are very passionate about our jobs. We both are very passionate about our hobbies. 
sorry. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Was, no, we wasn't... both have jobs. We both are passionate <laughs> about our hobbies. <laughs> I couldn't keep my face straight. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, we both we both have passions and hobbies, and yeah. they're probably going to come up because we are also just best friends having a chat. Yeah. At the end of the day, and sometimes because we both got a lot on at the minute, this is all we talk during the week. Yeah. So we are going to go off on tangents, and we don't want this to just become. Another F1 podcast. Yeah. It needs to be us and... An F1 podcast and a positive thing Yeah, that is just fun to listen to because the feedback that we've got has almost always been, you two are really weird. Yeah. You two talk about cheese for God knows how long. <laughs> Apparently we spoke about cheese for three minutes and I'm like, did we? And I was like, yeah, you edited that episode. And I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't even remember. But yeah, so... That's kind of maybe a bit of an update and an overview about how we're feeling. We want to, or, or what we're thinking, I guess. We also want to try and get some other people involved in that positivity. Yeah, we're going to be trying to reach out to people. What are those moments that make them happy? Yeah. What are those moments like? It doesn't necessarily have to be something that is on a race weekend. It could be something entirely different it could be a personal moment somebody might have had a gone to a race and had a personal moment and that is their their happy moment that moment that in when when they're feeling absolutely just that that little memory that little moment goes oh yeah and there's a little smile it's a little tweak of the lips yeah and even for me it's like oh I have a friend that I made through matching on Tinder because we were both talking about F1 on our profiles and we are still friends now. Even though we never dated, it just was like, oh shit, we F1 people, we friends now. And yeah. we are. And it's just something, it's that tiny little thing and it's like, oh, I got a whole ass friend out of that. Yeah. It's so cool. And I now talk to that friend as well. <laughs> the love That's carries so on cool. spreading. Um, Andrew, if you're listening, um, <laughs> now we'll find out if he actually does listen. We will. Um, <laughs> he says he does. <laughs> so beyond that, because we kind of have left it so long since recording, I haven't brought this up with Laura. So if we're not going to talk about this, then that's absolutely fine. But I just thought we might talk about the other things that we are interested in as people and our other hobbies, just so like people understand who we are. Okay. So, everyone, I'm Holly. I had a podcast before this called Pointless Reinvention, if anyone wants to go and listen to that. That was like a comedy thing. It was really fun. Uh, It was with my best friend, Matt, and our friend, Matt. uh, And we just reinvented stuff, and it was really cool. I've guested on some podcasts. I have a uh, playlist of them on my Spotify. Beyond that, uh, I love D&D. I DM. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I crochet. I do so many crafty things. I've restarted drawing on my computer, inspired by our little Laura. I tried it a few years ago and uh, tying it back in, I did like a graphic drawing over a picture of Valtteri Bottas. And I still love it. It was when he got the Fangio helmet and it's like so fucking cool and I love it. Um, and I'm doing another Valtteri one at the moment and it's the one when it was his birthday last year and he was in the room full of balloons and it's really cute and gay. I love dogs. I love animals. 
Currently, I'm in the process of moving house and it's really stressful. What else do I do? I read and listen to shitloads of audiobooks. I love fantasy. If anyone's got some fantasy recommendations, that would be great. I'm going through all of the Terry Pratchett ones. Laura's go! <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, where do I start? Uh, you read! Okay. I read. I do read. I love reading. I, I, you like audibles. Yeah, you read. I like to have an actual book. And I have hundreds yeah. of them. Have multiple bookshelves, which I am filling to the point where m- at least two of the bookshelves are double, like they are... Double stacked. Double depth. Uh, so yeah, I like my books. Um, I also, a bit like Holly, I love animals. Um, Laura's a horse girl. I am a horse girl. Uh, I've loved horses for a very long time. I started riding when I was young. As kind of a knock-on off of that, I've become involved in doing some um, like help and volunteer work with uh, a equine assisted therapy company, which is really fucking cool. cool. Really interesting. It's really really cool. Uh, even though I, as myself, have not physically had a session, like kind of quotes a yeah. session. I end up benefiting in the same way as the people that go to those sessions so much in the time that I spend with those horses. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. It's so much fun. I love it. Um, I'm not just a horse rider. I love working with the horses on the ground. I love liberty work. Um, Holly is not a horse person. She's incredibly I'm allergic I'm so allergic to that if Laura's been to the yard and I come to the house like three hours later and she hasn't had a shower, I have an allergic reaction. We there were sat like where... two meters apart. We, you turned up literally about five minutes after I got home from being with the horses, and because we were, we only had a limited time space. Yeah, and we were sat like a, a few meters apart, and I was still wearing my um, my jodhpurs. Um, and yeah, you just about like ten minutes into the recording, you couldn't see. You I couldn't, couldn't breathe. breathe. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> And Laura was like, I need to go and have a shower. I need to get out of my jodhpurs. I need to put some different clothes on. I need to shower myself. And then I came back and you were a bit better by then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes. Um, so I love I love horses. I also have been having... I, I like art um, in general. My gran is an artist. Uh, my cousin also does art as does my auntie we're a very arty family yeah more arty than like full-blown craft like you do crocheting and all that yeah um not not really that way inclined but you're an art um fan. a paint i am paint a good old paintbrush yeah. or you know pencil um is our is kind of my family's type of thing um but following on from that i've recently learned or been having a go at digital art yeah which has been really cool it's so much fun I have so many cool ideas. I just need time. Yeah. Time to do them all. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And that's a bit furthering on to that and having more time, wanting all of this time in the world that we just simply don't have. Uh, if you fancy following our social media, we do now have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a TikTok in the process of setting up a yeah. Discord. So genuinely, just keep your eye on our uh, descriptions. We'll plug it every few episodes, but we're not going to talk about it all the time. But if you fancy doing that, that would be absolutely great. If you've got F1 fans that you know and you fancy passing the message on, that would also be really fucking cool. We want to build a positive F1 community that isn't just talking about 
how shit this move was and how annoyed we are that Max is always winning. Because yes, we're going to do that, but we're also whole ass people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there's a lot of things that happen in and around the races and in and around the race weekends that we enjoy and get excited by and get enthusiastic by. And We both seem to have very naturally different perspectives on the sport. Yeah. We agree on so much, but we look at things entirely differently. Yeah. And even down to like, I watch so much of the surrounding and like the official things and the official Twitters and all of that. Whereas Laura gets so much, even on TikTok, it doesn't show up on my TikTok. But you get so much F1 content on TikTok and Instagram from creators and other people just having opinions. And I never see that. Yeah. And even things like I tend to follow the teams on Twitter, whereas you follow a lot of the drivers and you found out about like them, someone, what did, who? Oh, Charles's auction. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, so to help Imola, um, to send money, you know, to the people in Imola because of the flooding that happened a few weeks ago, he auctioned off his Monaco special livery race suit, helmet, gloves and shoes separately. So the whole shebang of everything he wore at Monaco this year. That's fucking nuts. He auctioned it all off and he ended up raising, I believe it was 385000 and that's yes. so fucking cool. And I just wouldn't have known about that if if I wasn't talking to you. Um, and lots of the drivers did lots of different things. You know, the there was um, Max was part of the um, online race. Yeah, like they did like a sim race. Um, a load of the F2 drivers were in it as well. Um, and they basically raised money. Um, there were other drivers that were just doing things all over the place and trying to help out where they could. Um uh, I I know again because he's my favorite driver. Lando did a stream um, where the drive. A lot of the drivers have done some really cool stuff that yeah I pick up on. And then you also send me all of this weird and wonderful um, kind of technical stuff that I wouldn't have known about. Yeah, uh, and some of it blows my brain slightly. <laughs> but, but it's fucking cool. Yeah. I'm never going to get over the bottom of the Williams. I'm never going to get over it. It looks like I made it. (laughs) It looks like the footwell, the front footwell of a car. Like the passenger front footwell. Yeah, it does. It really does. (laughs) And I don't know why that's my description, but that's just... So on that, uh, this is going to be a short episode because we are going to shows, trying to move house, doing a full-time job having physical health problems as noted by our technical difficulties earlier (laughs) we've got a lot going on but we're gonna make this happen and we're gonna make it fucking work and it's gonna be great we were yeah we're really this episode is gonna be probably quite short (laughs) sauce and we're really as we said passionate about the sport and excited about it i don't want to just spend we don't want to spend every single race just talking or every single week just talking exactly about what happened in the race yeah we want to talk about it like barcelona we want to say like wow that was really fucking cool Um, we don't have to talk about it for an hour but yeah thanks for your time um yeah and we did talk a little bit about barcelona it was a good week there was lots going on there were some 
really good overtakes. And hopefully we're going to have a wet race in Canada. Here's hoping. Um, and the quali was immense. I really enjoyed it. And it was so was fucking again. good. It still baffles me. It still confuses me with F2 slightly. Yeah. But if they're on pole, they start at the back, not the back, but yeah, they start in P8 and then, yeah. but then they go to P1 for the feature race. Maybe we'll do a whole episode about how F2 works at some point and how I the... genuinely how think go- I need to figure it out. Yeah, how doing <laughs> F2 helps them get into F1. We can talk about that at some point. We've got the summer break. We've got to come up with some ideas of how to fill the summer break. I think I, I thought I'd got it. You ain't quite and got it yet. And then after Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Miss Lando, Lando, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Carlos and Fernando standing at the front with their arms around each other. Oh, it was so sweet. It was fucking. Lo- they looked so fucking proud. Anyways, I've been uh, Holly. I'm Laura. Thank you for listening again, and we will see you soon. Bye.